Good evening. Welcome back to Captain Cambino's Cabana. Friday night, February 2nd, 2024. It's Groundhog Day. It's still just once a year, isn't it? All right, we're back. It's Friday. Feeling good. Good to be here. Hope everybody's having a great day. Let's kick off the weekend and uh, see what happens. Here we are. Um, first of all, it's great to be back. I hope everybody had a great weekend. And thank God January is over. So January was one hell of a year. But we made it, right? <laughs> no, anyway, yeah, I'm just glad it's over. January sucks. So we all know that. Uh, first of all, I want to thank God for the opportunity to be back here to speak to you and just uh, get the uh, everything on the table. Uh, loads of entertainment therapy and cabana comedy. So thank you for that. Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity. Uh, God bless all of our troops overseas, all the servicemen and women for all you do. Thank you for all the, your service and all, all you do for our country to keep us free. God bless you. Hope you get to see your family soon. We love you. We support you. Come home soon. Uh, hang in there. Better days are coming. Uh, God bless all of our law enforcement, first responders, EMTs, firefighters, Coast Guard, all of you, uh, all the men and women out there protecting us. Keep Be safe. Keep up the good work. Don't give up. Better days are coming. Hang in there. We love you. We support you. Thank you for all that you do. The captain is also a big advocate for the National Rifle Association and supports the Second Amendment to the end of time. Um, so thank you uh, for the opportunity, and um, I, I stand by that all day, every day. God bless America. And again, as Uncle Rico says, if you don't like it, you can leave. So uh, be offended. And uh, here we are. So God bless America. We're back. It's Friday. It's February. It's the first of, it's a new month. And, you know, February, shortest month of the year. And, but it's a leap year this year. So, uh, we got an extra day in February. Um, so, um, hope all those that have a birthday on February 29th, you know, um, I, you know, I guess every four years, that's gotta be interesting. So, uh, it almost happened to me. My birthday is March 1st. So pretty close anyway. All right. Um, first of all, happy groundhog day. I, Punxsutawney Phil, I believe he did see his shadow. So there are six more weeks of winter, I believe. I may be wrong on that. Or maybe I saw a meme that was wrong. But um, whatever. Um, I never really believed all that stuff. It's just, I think it's just something for fun, past the time. But, well, it's Groundhog Day, again. So uh, I'd like to play a clip from Groundhog Day. I mean, one of my favorite movies. Bill Murray is just classic in this movie. I mean, it just never gets old. Uh, came out in 1993. So this is when he's trying to get out of Punxsutawney and back to Pittsburgh. So here we go. <laughs> I 
He so wants to get out of Punxsutawney. <laughs> I make the weather. All this moisture is coming up out of the east in Altoona. <laughs> what blizzard is a couple of flakes? <laughs> oh, man. Great movie. Uh, anyway, so yeah, Groundhog Day. Here we are. Uh, 2024 so happy friday uh looking forward to the weekend so uh also i just i um i just wanted to get this out and it's it's really strange this is kind of it's been on my mind all day until i found out uh been on my mind, my mind half the day actually so last night i was watching uh i have peacock and i was watching some uh, uh catching up on my chicago shows uh, Chicago Med, Chicago Fire, Chicago PD. And I got a little bored and I was just like, man, you know what? I'm caught up and I'm, you know, I guess I can go to bed early or whatever. And just didn't really have, just kind of was just had some free time, I guess, obviously. Well, I, over the Thanksgiving holiday, I, you know, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, all that stuff. I bought some movies on Apple TV that are in 4K. And I, I got the entire Rocky collection for 1999 all six rocky movies and i was like that that's a that's a sweet deal i was like yeah i'm gonna get them um so i got them all in 4k so rocky 2 came out in 1979 the year i was born and it's always been one of my favorites i mean rocky 3 is my favorite of all time there's no doubt about that mr t just having to dig deep and find himself Everybody loves Rocky IV. We all know that. Rocky IV was pinnacle 80s, tough guy, boxing, just badass movie. Sylvester Stallone killed it in the 80s, I'm telling you. Anyway, it was, you know, Rocky, Rambo, all of it. Uh, Rocky II. So I was, I, I, flipped, I was flipping through a little bit. I love the opening. The, the music by Bill Conti, the composer, you know, he did... Um, for your eyes only, the Karate Kid. He's done a lot of um, done a lot of good good uh, motion picture soundtracks. Uh, I just I watched the opening part of that when they come into the hospital and you know their uh, Creed you know says like you are lucky chump lucky, and I, I and just Carl Weathers you know it's Apollo Creed just you know nailed that role in the first movie. He's like the Italian Stallion versus Apollo Creed. <laughs> Sounds like a damn monster movie. He just, he nailed it, but I, I, and I just, I just love that opening scene, something about it. And Mick, you know, the whole thing is just a great story. Sylvester Stallone, just a, a, you know, not only a great actor, he's a phenomenal film writer too. I mean, he, he wrote that whole thing. So anyway, I just love that opening. So I was a little bored. So I was watching it. I found out today, Carl Weathers passes what passed away. He died last night. I was like, oh, man, he died in his sleep. And I know people are posting on social media, like 80s accounts on Instagram, Adam Sandler posted, Sylvester Stallone posted, obviously, um, uh, Barstool, just everywhere. Um, I don't know if Arnold did, Schwarzenegger did, I haven't, I don't follow him, but I, I'm sure he did. But uh, Sylvester Stallone did a pretty good video tribute to him and talked about when they met, things like that. Adam Sandler posted. Um, anyway. I just thought that was just the timing. I was like, man, that is so strange. I was literally watching Rocky II, the, the opening last night. And he passed away yesterday. I mean, and I'm not, I'm not making this up. It is so weird. Like, how, isn't, that, isn't that just, it's a little unusual. It's a little eerie. 
And I'm I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, uh, downgrade the situation or, or poke fun or anything like that at all. I, isn't that just, I just think it's a little, it's a little weird. And I was like, man, and he passed away. He was 76. And I'll tell you what, the dude was a, the dude was a beast. I mean, he was in shape. The guy took care of business and he wasn't even, he, he was, he, he, uh, he played, played in the NFL. He, uh, played college football at San Diego state university. And he played two seasons with the Oakland Raiders, 1970 and 71, 6'2", 220, defensive back, linebacker. And I was like, man. And he got into acting. He got into plays and things like that, theater. Uh, I, I was like, that's awesome. But, man, you know, I mean, the Rocky movies, obviously. Predator. Predator is just, I, I love him in Predator. Action Jackson. Uh, honestly, a, not that great of a movie, but it's, it's, a, it's some parts are funny, you know terrible story story but um and um of course you got um happy gilmore chubbs just a great name of course he was in the mandalorian but um he was in a, he was in a lot of great great stuff but um anyway i just thought that was strange that i'm watching rocky 2 and he dies the same day and i'm not please forgive me i'm not trying to you know, take his death lightly or anything at all. I just, you know, man, just, just thought that was a little uh, consequential. I mean, it's just a little weird, you know. So forgive me, I can't find the right words. But I want to play a scene here. I've got the background. I've got Predator uh, with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers. That opening scene when they show up at the in the jungle uh, um, for the mission that this is assigned to him. So, uh, so check this out here. So why don't you use the regular army? What do you need us for? Because some damn fool accused you of being the best. Dylan! You son of a bitch! What's the matter? The CIA got you pushing too many pencils? Huh? enough? Make it easy on yourself, can't you? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I didn't know when to quit, huh? Such a great scene. Uh, you know, I, I just, I mean, I love it. It's uh, Predator was one of the first movies I ever bought on DVD. And it was um, just, just that whole scene, you know, Dylan! You son of a bitch. I mean, it's just that, that whole, the, you know, the slapping wrists, you know, and just, and just like, uh, you know, trying to, trying to overtake him. It was just classic, classic 80s Schwarzenegger and, and, you know, Apollo Creed, Apollo Creed meets Commando or whatever. But anyway, um, just, just awesome. One of my favorite scenes right there, Predator. Um, so yeah, I mean, Apollo Creed, um, just the, the whole the, the character of Apollo Creed I thought was just phenomenal. Um, the name alone and the, but the story of Rocky, you know, how Creed didn't have anybody to fight and he gives an unknown a title shot. I mean, how genius is that? I mean, it's genius writing. And, uh, but Apollo took it lightly. He didn't think much about it. And that's where it just became, you know, it can't, the rest is legend. So, uh, good stuff. But anyway, so, um, uh, rest in peace, Carl Weathers, um, 
thank you for the memories and all the great movies and um thank you for apollo creed and you know just um just a phenomenal character um moving on so february um february is an interesting month you know uh, for me it's um it's always like the last month it's obviously the last month of before I, you know my birthday and things like that you know changing change the times you reflect on the back the last the last year and so like i was born on march 1st so it's like it's my new year you know so two months away from new year's like okay it's my new year what can i do differently right so um february is always a time kind of to reflect and um what can we do differently what can i do better next year or what can i do what can i do to be better you know moving forward and to better myself for the future whatever and um it brought back some memories though a february month month of february i remember i remember it was a friday night um i was in seventh grade and there was um i have to collect my thoughts here it's it's, uh it's been a while seventh grade february 1993 I was gearing up for one of our school dances and it was like a Valentine's dance, I believe, or no, not a Valentine's dance. It was some type of, um, maybe it was a February 6th, something like that. Anyway, it was the first weekend in February, 1993. So it was the seventh grade and I had the biggest crush on Leslie Laverne and I, I, I tried tried everything to try to you know get her attention you know it just didn't happen it was just just you know stupid when you're young and, st- and stupid you don't you don't think you know so I mean it's just it is what it is but I did I had a I had a big thing for her and I just it wasn't wasn't meant to be it wasn't in the cards it's fine but I did everything I could to impress her and try to do things I you know wasn't me you know and try to be something you're not that's not it's not right. And that that went on for another three years at least. And, you know, trying to get her attention and just, you know, I, I wasn't very smart in high school. So let's put it that way. Just um, football field, when it came to that, all business. But social life, I didn't have one. You know, it just, just wasn't, just, you know, kind of depressing so I'm not gonna I'm not saying that to feel sorry for myself it just it was you know I just didn't have just wasn't very a savvy guy you know as far as when the ladies were concerned you know so it just it is what it is but um but I tried you know I attempted it I, I shot my shot you know but hey you know it just wasn't meant to be so I mean if anything I can say I you know I I I uh balls to the wall I went for it so I mean I but it just wasn't meant to be so no problem move moving on but I remember I was in seventh grade building up for this dance and I was I was getting in shape for next football season so eighth grade I was gonna I, I had it in my back of my head I was gonna be a starter I was gonna start uh foot, next football season coach Herring uh, coach Steve Herring was my coach he loved me we we got along and great guy um he had plans for me and I was all on board and a lot of other people that I play football with didn't like him, but honestly, I think they were chicken shit anyway. So, um, whatever. But you know, my high, the coach I 
that trained me, Coach Herring was believed in me. I believed in him. I bought in. Some other guys I play football with didn't may not have, but uh, Coach Herring didn't play favorites. He was he either believed in you, you better deliver, or he's gonna he's gonna find somebody that will. But my other high school coach, Coach Beard, had his favorites. I wasn't his favorite. I didn't give a shit. I didn't like him anyway. I I still busted my ass for him, and he didn't care. So I know I'm jumping around here, but I had to just had to get that out. Um, you know, I and then I was training. So it was eighth grade. So I was still the biggest guy on the team. And going into the eighth grade, and I remember Sam Horton, little shit Sam Horton, always in trouble, cocky some bitch, and always in trouble. And he's just you know just frail and fragile, whatever. And he was a he was just a candy ass. If you know. If you really punched him, if you really wanted to punch him good, and you'd probably go through his body. That's how skinny he was. But he was just a piece of shit, and he was always in trouble. So he tries out for football. He's coming out for football spring of 1993, eighth grade. So we're in spring training. So we're not – no pads or anything yet. We didn't have – there wasn't spring training for junior high football. It was only for high school at the time. So we're training. And I'm talking about training. We're doing push-ups, sit-ups, up-downs. We're doing the, we're jumping the, the, um, the dummies. We're 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 doing jump jump rope. We're hitting the sled. You know, I mean, little things that you know that we can take advantage of during the spring, as much as possible for junior high. We're we're jumping rope one day. Excuse me. So we're jump. I, I had the most interesting style for jump rope. I jump rope backwards. Yeah, my name is Captain Cambino. I'm, I'm not a real captain, but I jump rope backwards. Yeah, it's true. I also hand wash my socks. So anyway, we're, <laughs> we're jumping rope. And Coach Herring was not available that day. I don't know where he was. Coach Beard took over. Now, Coach Beard, when I was in junior high, Coach Beard was a cool guy because he was an assistant coach. He he just he kind of he kind of hung around in the in the you know hung out in the in the rafters and just kind of behind the scenes kind of guy you know he was he was cool he was cool to talk to he was different back then when he became a head coach he was absolute dick just totally you know he got this uh you know god complex or something you know um anyway so he he, he was coaching us in this drill and we're, we're doing uh jump ropes and we're, we're doing also double jumps we're doing the uh you know, uh, mainly mainly just double jumps and the regular jump rope. We're trying to, and we're, and, but we're doing a timer. And if you drop the rope, we got to do push-ups. Well, okay, I dropped the rope once, but I wasn't the only one. There was other people that dropped the rope. So you get down, to, you're 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 in junior high. You're going to make mistakes. You're going your hands get sweaty. You're going to drop the rope. It happens. So I remember, like I said, I was the biggest guy on the team, and. Sam Horton's out there. And a lot of these guys that came out for training didn't play football that season that in 1993, that fall. They didn't play football. They chickened out, didn't play. So I remember, I remember jumping rope. And I, I um, but I was doing it backwards. And Coach Pierce stops the drill. And he's like, and he blows the whistle. He goes, ho, 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 Wilson, Wilson, what in the hell are you doing, son? And that's how he talked. You know, he had his, he had his you know, like, like A-OK with your fingers. He would do that, and he started talking like he's proving a point. He's like, what are you doing, son? What the hell is wrong with you? And I was like, I'm jumping rope, coach. He goes, 
why in the hell, son, are you doing it backwards? I was like, that's the only way I know how to do it, coach. And he goes, show me. So I did it, and I did it like, you know, almost, you know, perfect expertly and flawlessly. I have a, I had a coordination to myself for certain things, like you do it right. And there was just certain things I was good at. That was one of them. <laughs> and I did it. I nailed it. I was doing it right in front of everybody, and I was jumping real backwards. And they were, they were just, they couldn't believe it. I was like, how is he doing it backwards? Like, I just, I couldn't do it with the ropes and with the rope behind me and then doing it. I had to have it in, because as soon as I, I just could flip it up because I was so quick with my hands like that. I was like, and I could just do it. But I mean, you're in eighth grade. You're younger and faster and lighter on the poundage. But <laughs> I did it. I nailed it. He, he says, okay, proceed. And it's like, we all just came back to it. So he was cool with it. He didn't have a big deal. He didn't have a problem at all with me jumping rope backwards. But then later on, we all, each of us dropped the rope and it happens. And I remember after that, the, you know, we, we get up and we're doing push-ups, and Sam Horton looks at me and he goes, don't ever do that again. And I was just like, you little motherfucker, are you talking to me? And I was like, you didn't even fucking play last year. And I, I did. I mean, I was so mad and I called him out and nobody, everybody laughed. And I, he got so mad because I called him out. I was just like, you're a little chicken shit. I was like, you didn't even fucking play football. What gives you the right to call me out? I would squash you. And I hate fighting. You know, I mean, there's nothing, I'm not against it, you know, or anything. I'm just saying, like, I don't like fighting. But, I mean, if I have to fight, I'm going to win. Like Mr. Miyagi says, you know, Daniel san fighting not good. But if you must fight, win. So that's the thing. Like, you know, f fighting doesn't prove anything. But if you have to, you better fucking win. So excuse my language. I'm a little fired up right there because he pissed me off all the time. He, he just, and he didn't even, he didn't even play. I was like, what a, what a candy ass. Coach Herring couldn't stand him. He was just a little shit. I was like, what are you going to do? You, you're going to be a dummy in practice? That's all you're good for. Like, we would have crushed him. It was just funny, you know? It's just, yeah, you're funny. You're a funny guy. It's like, no, how the fuck am I funny? What is so fucking funny about me? What, I'm a clown? I amuse, I amuse you? <laughs> the way you tell the story, you're, you're funny. <laughs> Good fellas. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy, chill. No, 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 he's a, he's, a big, he's a grown man. He's a big boy. He knows what he's doing. He can take it. <laughs> what is so fucking funny about me? <laughs> Anyway, so Sam Horton, yeah, I could have crushed him. And I'll just, I'll never forget that. He, like, he called me out, and he just thought he was something. I was like, I was like, he had a couple of guys that probably would back him up because he was friends with, like Will Thomas at one time was friends with him. And I was like, okay, that, I guess that's your hired gun in junior high. Like, he ain't going to protect you forever. I just, I remember that, you know, it was just stupid. But what a piece of shit, you know. And anyway, I just thought that was funny. I was jumping rope. I dropped the rope, but everybody, other people dropped it too. He didn't say anything. He says it to me. He thinks he'd get away with it. It's like, man, you ain't got a chance in hell. And I just, I was so mad. And I, you know, I, know, I don't really get mad like that. But um, I was like, I'll see you on the field, you little son of a bitch. And it was just, it was just funny. You know, I guess you had to have been there. My little brother, my older brother didn't see it because they were, my, my little brother was in sixth grade, so he wasn't, he couldn't play yet. Anyway, but my older brother wasn't there. But it was just, I had, you know, it was me and whatever friends remember it, and I doubt they remember it. So.
I'm I'm weird that way. I remember I remember shit like that. Uh, yeah. So it was it was just funny. So, um, and I remember in 2005, I went to have lunch with Mills Hare and Miles Mitchell in Batesville, Mississippi, and we went to Pizza Hut for lunch, and we saw Sam Horton at the Pizza Hut, handcuffed to. Um, a booth at Pizza Hut with two cops. The cops were having lunch, and Sam Horton's there, cuffed to a to a booth. And I was like, man, I guess things don't really change, do they? And I would just we just laughed. I mean, I was just like, that's what you get for being a fuck up. So, so anyway, uh, I don't know what he's doing now, but I hope he's okay because he, I think he was just had a rough childhood, you know. But so, Sam Horton, wherever you are, good luck to you, man. But anyway. Uh, so I'm just talking about memories here, things I, you know, things I know of, whatever, but, um, so yeah, 1993, seventh grade, I had a big crush on Leslie Laverne. Um, I've got a couple of Valentine's stories, but I'm not going to say that. I'm going to save it for the next podcast or, you know, in a couple weeks or whatever. Um, so Speaking of that, as far as crushes, uh, St. Elmo's Fire, one of my favorite movies of all time. Favorite, one of the one of my favorite '80s movies. Great romance, a, rom- a great romantic movie. Excuse me, comedy all in one. Filmed in Georgetown in Maryland, um, Georgetown University, and um, just just the whole. The, my favorite part of the movie is really Kirby, Kirby Kager, played by Emilio Estevez, and he has a huge crush on Dale Bieberman. Uh, played by, um, oh gosh, uh, Andy McDowell, excuse me, I lost my train of thought there, uh, who was a nurse or becoming a doctor, doc- doctor or whatever, uh, doctor, excuse me, he had a huge crush on her. And it was just her, her, her prowess, her, her, the beauty, everything surrounding her. He was so enthralled. And the music, David Foster, the music, the composer, the, the soundtrack, just, so many, just the perfect timing when she goes into that party and she takes off her coat and just her hair flowing, just the music. And Kirby's just kind of looking on in the, in, outside of the window and knowing he can't have that life. And because he's in a, it's a different world, isn't it? And he just, he can't have it. And he, and, but then it was just an obsession, but he tried. And, you know, um, Forgive me here. I might. Uh, I'm sorry. I just I, I've had that, and it's not a good feeling. You know, there's times when you feel like you're an outsider and you you want a certain life, you know, or you want to be noticed. Um. You feel like you could offer something. Um, to a girl like that. And I've I had I I've done that I've tried that and and it's not that I was trying to be something I wasn't but I think I got caught up in a you know just a, a life that it just wasn't meant to be and you it's amazing how you can let it alter your existence almost <sighs> forgive me I, I just got a little. Uh, um it it, it kind of it hits home because i've i've you know i never had a girlfriend 
in high school or junior high. Uh, I, I had a couple girlfriends in college. That was about it, but it wasn't anything serious. But um, it, it's hard. Dating is hard. I know I'm jumping around here, but hey, it's the, it's it's Captain Cambino's Cabana. It's entertainment therapy. We're having a just we're just having a good time, joining, chilling, whatever. So that's what it's all about here at the Cabana, just having a good time. But you know that we can have a serious conversation every now and then. And you know, I, I feel that when I when I see Kirby going for Dale, who he thinks is everything. Every now and then, you're going to go through that in your life. You're going to think this one person has it all, but they don't. And it's not for you. It's not meant to be for you. But it hurts. And you see all these people that may have a different lifestyle and they have more money. They have more connections than you. But that doesn't mean they're better than you. You know, you have a lot to offer too. Damn sure I do. I know for damn sure I do. And I can compete just as well as they are, as well as as they can. You know, yeah, I may not have a six-pack, but I tell you what, I got a keg. I got a six-pack. You can't see it. <laughs> I have a keg. But whatever, I'm just saying, looks aren't everything. It's it's prowess. It's, it's character. It's personality and being kind and being respectful, you know, and that's and being able to carry a conversation and not sound like a fucking weirdo. So I'm sorry. That's that's. That's me right there. I don't, I don't, I, I get, I get fired up about stuff like that. And I'm, I'm, I apologize if I'm going back and forth, jumping around here, but I almost, I just almost like cried a little right there. I apologize. You know, there's nothing wrong with crying. You know, sometimes you get emotional and you know, certain times you just don't think about it. You just do it. Um, I've looked at some Instagram. I've looked up some people on Instagram that I used to have a thing for like female uh, lady friends and, you know, one of them recently had a baby and she's married and, you know, it's almost like, it's like, man, I, I felt like I knew her a lifetime ago and now it's like, it's totally different. It's like, isn't that weird how all that happens and you feel like you could have been that guy, but it was all about, all about, um, status or who you are, how much money you have, you know, that's just. That's not the life I would want. And yeah, of course, we all want money. We all need money to make it. But money money won't buy you happiness, but it does help. It helps to get you through certain situations. I get it. We all need money. But, you know, I just, sometimes I look back, I was like, you know what? I'm glad I'm single now. I'm, I'm glad that didn't happen. I don't know if that was meant to be. Uh, obviously, it's not. God's got me thinking about something else or got me headed in a different direction. I don't know what that is yet. I don't think there's anything wrong with not knowing what your path is yet. But I think life, like I say about, there's a scene in Grumpier Old Men. Burgess Meredith talks about the experiences. Life is about experiences. And it's what you make out of those experiences and how you appreciate what it is. That's, that's why I love road trips. You get to see things you don't get to see all the time. You get to appreciate it in person and go at your own pace. Experience that moment. I think that's what, if I, if I had to, if I could experience a lot in life, like to see things I don't get to see every day, if, uh, experience and appreciate moments, experience being out on the water and chilling on a boat, I wouldn't trade it for anything. 
You know, that's my serenity. That's my peacefulness. That's my solidarity. Solitude, excuse me. That's my future. I'm fine with that. Um, sometimes I wish I did have a wife. You know, maybe I, I do wish I had a, a family. But it's just not, it's not meant to be. Maybe right now, maybe not right now, maybe not ever. But that's fine. You know, uh, I'm fine with that. I'm, I am Captain Cambino and I'm content with my life. Because you have to, you have to love yourself. You have to believe in yourself and believe that you make a difference, that you will make a difference, that you bring something to the table, that not just career or socially, but overall, like you matter, you know, you, you, you're going to make a difference somehow. It may not be right right now. It may be down the road, road a few years. So what? Forgive me. I'm jumping around there a little bit, but it hits home a little bit because that, that uh, like Leslie Laverne, I was told, I remember in seventh grade, her sister told me, says, oh, you could have had Leslie. You could have been with her if you weren't so weird. You know, it wasn't that. It wasn't me. It wasn't, I wasn't weird. I was, I was in friggin' seventh grade. What do you want me to do? We're kids. We're 14 years old. What the fuck am I supposed to do? I was being myself, but no, it gets misconstrued because you're not, you're not in the in crowd. You're not the it, you're not in the, you're not with the, the, uh, the cool, cool crowd. You're not with the ones that are, that, uh, you know, the click. And you're always going to be considered an outsider, but you know what I was because I played football and I was, I was respected and I was cool. And I, and I, I was, I was, I mean, I was a good guy. You know, and I'm minding, my, I'm minding my own business. And that's where people, that's why I got along with everybody. But when you're in seventh grade, you don't, you don't get looked at like that because you're, you're kids. You're still in that, your teenage years. You're trying to get out of it, that phase. And I was like, what, what like, how, how do you say I'm weird? We're all weird. We just have different tendencies. But I'll never forget that. I had a chance, you know, saying that I could have had her. I was like, no. Friend, I think friends, so-called friends ruined it. But, you know. I'll never forget this. Rachel Palmetry always says, you know, that, uh, I, you know, you, you, you have the stuff in high school get to you. Maybe, a, maybe a few things, but there's a lot of mystery there that I never got to, I never got to solve. I never got to like finish the story, I would say, but you know, I never got a chance and yeah, it hurts a little bit because I had, everybody thought that I was just some, you know, I didn't have anything to offer. That's not true. And it, it sucks that that happened. But yeah, it, it, you know, whatever. Can't do anything about it now, but but fuck high school. So why are, are we talking about it? No, I'm just kidding. But um, you know, it's okay. It's 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 life. It's experience. It's experiences, and that's that's how it is. You got to live with it. You got to. You just got to face it head on, and it's it's hard. But I think I made it. You know, I mean, we all make it. But like, you, you're just learning. You're you're not nothing it's all fake in high school nothing means anything I mean you're just trying to get get through life you know I say I had a damn good life I still do so I'm very thankful forgive me there so uh just kind of rambling a little bit but I got a little fired up about a few things so excuse me speaking of uh, uh we got some movies coming up excuse me I was I rambled there a little bit I, I like my, my TV show, Law & Order SVU, Special Victims Unit, big fan of it. And I was watching the recent episodes, 
they all seem like they're they're recycling stories. They're running out of ideas. Twenty five years, what what can you do? I mean, what how many different rape stories can there be, right? <laughs> or I mean, sexual assault stories. Um, anyway, I feel like they're running out of ideas. Speaking of that, Hollywood is definitely running out of ideas. So, uh, there is a remake coming out. It's the thirty fifth anniversary. And they're doing a remake of Roadhouse, the 1989 film with Patrick Swayze, Roadhouse, starring Jake Gyllenhaal, who is a former UFC fighter in the movie. Uh, so it's a similar story. His last name is Dalton, where in Patrick Swayze's version, his first name was Dalton. So there's this lady who has a bar in the Florida Keys and wants to clean it up. So she hires Dalton, Jake Gyllenhaal. And it looks pretty cool. I did see the trailer. I was like, you know what? It's not bad. I know some friends you know, were just like, no way. I'm not going to see this. It's like, honestly, I probably won't go to the theater and see it. I'll, I'll wait till it comes out. But it looks pretty cool. And I've, I'll tell you what, I've been to the Florida Keys. I've used to live in Miami, and I've, I've, I've worked in the Florida Keys. I've partied there a little bit. There are some shitty dives down there. For example, Alabama Jacks. It's on the outskirts of Key Largo off of a county road up there near uh, the Ocean Club Reef. And it's a you wouldn't think it's in the Florida Keys when you go there. I'm telling you, it's a different vibe. So if you check it out on Google Maps, Alabama Jacks. But when I got to when I saw the trailer, the Florida Keys, I was like, man, you know what? I don't think there's any bars like that in the Keys, but I may be some I've missed, but I may be wrong on that one. So but it's pretty cool. looks like it's going to be a it, look, it looks pretty cool, so we'll see what happens. But no matter what, you can't top the 1989 film. Patrick Swayze is just phenomenal. He's the best damn cooler in the business. <laughs> My favorite part is when he's he's making changes and he fires everybody. And he fires um, <laughs> Terry Funk, rest in peace. <laughs> he's got that hairdo, his curly hair. It just looks terrible. It looks like he got out of a low-flow shower from Seinfeld. It's just the way his hair is. And he, he says, you're out. Terry Funk says, what the fuck are you talking about? He goes, you don't have the right temperament for the trade. He's like, you son of a bitch. What am I supposed to do now? There's always barber college. <laughs> it's just because his hair, his hair is awful. It's so funny. You got to look at and check out Roadhouse and that scene. <laughs> so... There, uh, the first, the first scene where Dalton shows up at the bar that he's been hired to clean up. <laughs> he's leaving for the night, and Terry Funk says, "Hey, you gonna help us out or what?" He goes, "I'll let you know." Terry Funk says, "You know, I heard you had balls big enough to come in a dump truck, but you don't look like much to me." And Patrick Swayze says, "Opinions vary." <laughs> he's such a smartass, but he can back it up. He's freaking Dalton. So, Roadhouse. I mean, and plus the Family Guy, <laughs> the Family Guy story of Roadhouse is phenomenal. <laughs> Peter just loves Roundhouse and kick people. So funny. Roadhouse. So, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal, he looked pretty, pretty ripped in the movie, too. So, did you also know that Jake Gyllenhaal was going to take over as Peter Parker in Spider-Man 2 back in 2004. Uh, Tobey Maguire had an accident when he was filming uh, Seabiscuit. And there was rumors that he wasn't going to be able to make it for Spider-Man 2. And Jake Gyllenhaal was ready to step in. 
and but things changed and Toby Maguire was able to keep the role and but that was interesting you know um how that would have happened but then they both ended up playing uh, brothers in the movie brothers came out in 2009 it's actually a really good film where uh Toby Maguire's off o- uh, overseas in Afghanistan I believe for deployment and how it had PTSD it's a it's a really good movie Natalie Portman uh, is in it. It's his wife. It's a good film. So check it out. Brothers came out in 2009. Uh, I want to mention one more thing. I know we got the Super Bowl coming up. I don't care. I'm tired of it. I, I don't. I don't care. I don't want the Chiefs to win. Uh, I'm getting sick of Travis Kelsey and this whole Taylor Swift thing. But I tell you what, there's also rumors going around that they're gonna. He's gonna propose to Taylor Swift if they if they win. I don't think it's going to happen. I think the whole thing's a, a farce. I think they're just doing it for this season. That's my take on it. But I found out, I read somewhere the other day, uh, front office sports, I believe, on Instagram, Taylor Swift has generated $331.5 million in revenue for, I mean, streaming games or Kansas City Chiefs games, something like that. That's how much money she's generated. I, I just like that is wow. I mean, it's not even football. I mean, they they just want to see Taylor Swift. They don't care about football, but the NFL has generated more viewers because of her. It's this is crazy. <sighs> and I was like, wow, okay. And pe- they're just still talking about it. I, and I know I'm talking about it too. I'm 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 sick of it. But anyway, but yeah. So they've they've got a money maker now. But I'm say all I gotta say is go 49ers. And there's a new Dan Marino commercial too, Miller Michelob Ultra. So check that out. It's a uh, Dan the Man. So it's awesome. So um, I wanted to uh, want to end it here soon, but I wanted to talk about uh, speaking of junior high, uh, eighth grade. We're coming up on an important milestone in movie history, and <laughs> it's not like I mean, you know box office blockbuster or a Oscar Oscar award-winning film but one of the greatest funniest movies of all time is celebrating its 30th anniversary on Sunday and that is Ace Ventura Pet Detective <laughs> came out February 4th 1994 I was in eighth grade I remember seeing the trailer for it and Dan Marino the Dolphins Dan Marino gets kidnapped I was like oh this is going to be hilarious that movie to this day is still so freaking funny. Jim Carrey nailed it. The whole role with, uh, I mean, you know, Snowflake, Ray Finkel. A hiker misses his Friday. Lois Einhorn. Holy shit balls. So, I mean, it's just one of the best movies ever. People quote Ace Ventura all over the place. I mean, it's Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. I've been sent in with a special play, Quarterback Sneak. So, uh... I actually can do the entire scene where he has the gun pointed to him when he's looking for Ray Finkel in Collier County, Florida. So (laughs) I'm going to play a clip here for you from Ace Ventura celebrating 30 years. Ace, what's going on? Ace, 
<laughs> just just a classic um, and Courtney Cox right before Friends went on the air and um, you know winter 1994 so that was right before season one of Friends and Courtney Cox delivered also in that movie so um, got a little other some other clips here from Ace Ventura I'm going to play the, the scene where uh, he's looking for Ray Finkel scene where he's just trying to meet Finkel and find out more information it's just it's just classic that the, the mom Ray Finkel's mom is the librarian from Ghostbusters we got one more Mr. Shikadance I love it he goes by his apartment trying to avoid rent he's got that big brush of that leaf from that tree that like the big bush he's trying to hide himself <laughs> what's all this pet food for fiber <laughs> i heard animals in there ventura i heard him again this morning scratching around i never bring my work home with me sir oh yeah what's all this pet food for fiber <laughs> oh man so it's just anyway so yeah Again, it's it's Captain Cambino's Cabana, Cabana comedy here. Uh, more useless information. I majored in UIS in college, useless information systems. So it's <laughs> 30 years of Ace Ventura. So it's going to be awesome. Um, there's actually two different versions. There's a lot of, uh, there's two different versions out there. There's one scene where when he's looking for Snowflake and he's in the tank, the, the reporters come out. And he goes out there and talks to the reporters. And the other one, they just cut it. They skip it. So there's footage that there's a there's a DVD version and then there's the extended version. And each of them are just two different. I don't know why they did that. Then there's deleted scenes that are pretty damn funny. He's he's out there in the Keys or somewhere in some off off the beaten path in Florida looking for Ray Finkel. Looking for his, his hometown. Anybody that might know him. So he stops in this biker bar. And he's all these bikers, you know, and he's in there with his clothes, you know, how he dresses and uh, he's looking for Ray Finkel. And they, somebody, they just, they realize he's not supposed to be there. So one guy he gets all mad. So he, this one guy breaks a beer bottle and they want to start a fight. And so he says, oh, okay, two can play that game. So he takes out his contact and he breaks the contact out of his eye. He's got a little bitty piece of glass. And he's ready to fight. It's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh, Ace Ventura do not go in there woo um, <laughs> great stuff so um, alright again more useless information 
Uh, we got the Pro Bowl games this weekend. Uh, Eli Manning versus Peyton Manning, the brothers. You know, they, they choose their players. You know, I guess it's all fun and stuff. Pro Bowl is not the same. Never has been. Not in a long time. So, uh, don't care about that. But we got the Super Bowl next weekend. We got lots of college basketball this weekend. But, again, February, pretty much a shitty month. It's, it's you know, the weather has actually been kind of nice today. It's in the 60s, which is weird. So, I had the AC on for a little bit. But uh, hopefully it'll get cold again like it's supposed to, norm, like normal weather. But, um, again, just excited to be back and to talk and get things on the table. Entertainment therapy, Cabana comedy. And it's just a beautiful evening here at the Cabana. Hope everybody's having a great weekend. Um, and looking forward to my upcoming trip, of course. And uh, more, you know, hopefully get back on the water soon. And we'll see what happens. So, uh but yeah, not much, again, not a whole lot on the agenda this week, just more just talking about some, you know, a few few memories from school growing up, and uh, February is just uh, one of those months for me where you just kind of reflect and put things back into perspective because I'm turning uh, another uh, another birthday coming up, turning the corner to another, another year past, and um, wipe the slate clean, pretty much. So... Um, here we are. First Pete, now repeat. So, <laughs> um, and I'm gonna, I'll end it here on a, on a, on a couple jokes. So, uh, what do you call a reluctant potato? A hesitator. <laughs> oh man! And one more. Um, <laughs> what do you call a midget? That waves. A microwave. <laughs> so, anyway. Oh, man. Dad joke city. So, uh, hope you enjoy those. Anyway, I'd like to top it off with a joke if I can. I might do that uh, moving forward. Have some jokes here and there. So, uh, I'm, I'm working on maybe getting a guest. Uh, maybe a, like a 10-minute segment where I can, I'll have a guest on. We can talk about, you know, their plans and goals for the future and success stories, anything like that. So uh, what the hell? We'll see what happens. But, uh, you know, working on some different ideas here at the Cabana. So, uh, you know, always, that's the thing. It's always something new. You never know what's coming around the corner. So, um, but yeah, so we're, um, it's going to be a good weekend. Weather's supposed to be nice. And uh, who knows? Might play the motorboat. You play the motorboat? Yes, sir, Vince Vaughn. I'm a motorboating son of a bitch. So, <laughs> oh, man. So, it's been a pleasure. Um, not Like I said, not much on the agenda this week, just enjoying things. And, uh, you know, definitely going to watch some Rocky movies. Isn't it funny, though, how uh, somebody that passes away, an actor that we've grew up with, uh, they pass away and then we want to go watch all their films again. I guess it makes us appreciate what we had growing up. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm thinking out loud there, but, um, but yeah, so I just, I, you know, uh, all the Rocky movie, Rocky one through five, excuse me, one through four, uh, Predator and Happy Gilmore, uh, Action Jackson, trying to think of any movies of Carl Weathers that I enjoyed. So that's the only ones I know, but, um, but yeah, so I may, uh, may get back on the Rocky movies and enjoy those. But rest in peace, Carl Weathers. Thank you for the memories. We will miss you.
You've been listening to Captain Cambino's Cabana. It is live Friday, February 2nd, 2024, Groundhog Day. Uh, the Cabana is available to listen on Apple Music, excuse me, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. So I get uh, get the, obviously, in the A's. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Samsung Podcasts. I just don't know how to find the Samsung Podcast, so forgive me. But uh, we can follow on Instagram as well, at Captain Cambino. And uh, check out the podcast. You do a search for it, just search for Captain Cambino's Cabana. Uh, a real-life podcast about a not-real captain. So maybe someday I'll get there. So looking forward to it. But uh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you all for listening. Looking forward to uh, the next edition. Going to enjoy the weekend, uh, watch some college basketball, catch up with some friends tomorrow, see what happens, and uh, go from there. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Enjoy yourself uh, wherever you're living. In the, If you're close to a beach, close to the pool, and it's nice weather, go swimming. Go have some fun. Jump in the pool. Jump in the ocean. Go skinny dipping. Get crazy. Drink some high noons. Have some fun. Tell them the captain sent you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening. God bless America. Everybody have a great weekend. Go have some fun. Never give up. Never, ever, ever give up. Michael Scott. Enjoy it. Thank you for listening. And take care. I'm rambling here. Sorry. (laughs) Permission to come aboard.